Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Scanlane Tabletop's campaign of Blades in the Dark, titled The Ghosts of Parliament. My name is Six Detmar. I am the game manager for this year. This year, so far, I guess everything uh, we've done, I've been, well, not, uh, not, uh, Mars Colony. Mars Colony didn't really have a game manager, but generally, I'm the person who uh, says why bad things happen. I'm I'm Jennifer Uncle. I am playing Scully Booker, a cutter, um, mostly a bruiser type of character. And I'm Kyrie Page, and I'm playing Meyer. I had it in my head. I had it in my damn head and then i lost which one it. is it this time it's or are we gonna get a third variant <laughs> meyer scora the whisper oh. did you look did you yeah check? i did i i checked I damn I, I betrayed damn. you all i was I, I was gonna i was like are we gonna get scora or scorka like last time or like scorpa or meyer scorpio <laughs> You cheated by glancing at one of the two monitors with your name plastered on it. Yes. Meyer Scorpio has a... Huh. My, I mean, like, that's... Meyer Scorpio sounds like a fucking... That sounds but, like yeah. a name in our other campaign. That's, to me, it sounds like, uh, like the villain's right-hand lady from, like, a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, yeah. Scorpio, take care of them. You were doing a Vin Diesel voice. <laughs> no, this is the this is the obviously the villain character who's meant to be a dramatic analog for Vin Diesel. Oh, the oh Vin Diesel's evil twin mm-hmm, with a mustache. Mm-hmm. Din Diesel. Obviously. No, I can't do a Vin Diesel voice. I can just do a you know generic bad guy voice. Yes. Yes. Uh which is good because I don't have to do Vin Diesel in this campaign. I have to do generic bad guys. Uh, <laughs> do y'all remember where we left off with our with with the flutes, our crew of of uh, ghost hunters? Um. Well, where I left off was uh, the person who invited us to this whole thing got shot by a sniper and. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe uh, Myers dealing with a spirit of a dog that just jumped in their head. Well, I don't know about, I mean, like, listen, I don't want to put this on the, the dog ghost. That's kind of on Meyer. Meyer, like, yeah. threw a, a ghost lasso around it and pulled and pulled in the wrong direction. Yeah. Yeah. So two wildly different scenarios going on. One involving the presumed near death of another person and I just have this dog in my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I don't have any, like, preferences to who, like, takes the initiative here. Um, you are, you know, we are dealing with a classic the party is split situation, which I seem to run into a lot as a GM. I'm not very good at making y'all stick together, but it's fine. Uh, this system, I guess it's partially because systems I tend to play are ones that handle that a lot better than, say, D&D. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Scully, Meyer, whoever wants to be dealing with their situation, you can you can go first. I don't have a, I don't have a strong feeling. 
I feel like you've both put your situation in a place where, like, there is still a problem, but also, like, there's not, like, it, it can it can sit for a sec, so whoever wants to go. Okay, well, the area that we're at, like, the, the area of the attraction is basically an outdoor amphitheater, right? Uh, yes. Um, it has, like, it's it's an interesting um sort of outdoor amphitheater because the it's an it's um it's going to be a like a proper theater soon and so like the shell of the building is there but there are parts of it that are strategically not built especially the roof in order to give it better harmonics and make it act as an outdoor amphitheater but it does have like some walls and stuff okay and doors and a basement. Yeah. And a basement, yeah. I was thinking since Scully is acting as a bodyguard in this scenario, we need to find a place to put this person who's been shot just in case they can be treated. And they they need to be out of the line of fire, basically. Sure. I mean, does does Scully do any any of that sort of work? I mean, like Scully is a uh is like works works at a bar, does like some bouncing work. Has she ever had to like like pick the 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 glass out of like a drunk's hand when they tried to fight with a beer bottle or something? Perhaps yes, but I think a bullet may be a different story. What is a bullet but like a glass that's just in a different part of your body? Yeah, it's just really really fast. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Also, I mean, I haven't told you... Listen, I haven't told you much about this setting. What if these bullets are made of glass? They're not made of glass. They're just bullets. But, um... And actually, I think, um... One thing that you get is... So, you know that in this setting it is, it is like, black powder weapons, right? Yep. Um, and the thing you, you may or... Folks may or may not know about black powder weapons is compared to modern bullets, they're bigger. Um, because they had less, you know, they had less effective, like, ballistics on, like, the barrels and, like, less effective, like, shaping of the bullet and stuff. So in order to get the same effect, they needed a bigger piece of metal. Um, so, uh, you don't know exactly where on Dietrich this hole in them is, but there is a lot of blood. Okay. Okay, so it might be best if we find a wall to prop ourselves behind, and uh, I could search the body for the bullet, or at least the the area of where the wound is. Um, like, if, if I have to, maybe, like, rip his shirt off and see if there's anything in the torso. Sure, do you want to go with, like, are you trying to go back into the theater, or are you trying to do a different building? Um... Maybe a different building is for the best, so I don't interrupt the show. <laughs> okay. Um, there is a um, there's a there's like a a cafe next door that is like they they basically this um this show is going on at like eight at night and the cafe is closed by then. It's one of those restaurants that's like only open for a certain portion of the day. Um, so I'll let you let you scoop him up and and and, and sort of duck inside there. Uh, that's no problem. Um, I don't think you know if the sniper is still there or not, but even if they were, it would take them a minute to reload, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so you've, you've got him inside. I don't, I don't think, with, with your level of, of 
you know, muscle and expertise. I don't think this is a role or anything. Um, so I think you go up, I think you, like, shoulder check the door, and it, like, there there is a lock, but it's a pretty piddly lock, and it just pops open. Because um, there's, you know, they take the money away at night, there's nothing to steal from this place, right? Um, and yeah. you slip, in, slip inside and prop them against a wall. All right. Now that that's taken care of, let's go ahead and uh, check the torso for wherever the wound might be, where the blood's coming from, basically. Okay. Give me a study. And to be clear, this is a role where, like, one of the things about um, this, like, these these games, games that are based on this this sort of, like, like these are all branched from Powered by the Apocalypse games. And the idea is not always that you're rolling because you might fail at what you're doing. Um, it's to represent the fact that I, as the as the as the GM, don't make moves unless you do something badly, basically, right? Um, so, if you got a one here, that wouldn't mean you didn't find the bullet. Probably, you probably would still find the bullet. It's just that it would mean that other pieces of the world were moving in ways that were probably bad for you okay so go ahead and give me a study please would that be risky uh yeah risky standard all right a four all right so you are going to succeed but you will suffer a risky consequence um i think you you find the bullet pretty quickly um it is in his shoulder his left shoulder um, sort of like, it looks like it like shattered his collarbone. Um, so that's like, he's gonna need some patching up. But um, if you can like stop the bleeding, he won't be in like risk of dying. He could, you know, like any like any bad injury. If you just leave him, he could bleed to death given time. But it seems it seems very solvable to you in the short term. Um. The streets are pretty quiet, right? And the yeah. door is left, like, partially open. And I think you are also in a state of, of, like, heightened awareness. And you hear the sound of, like, footsteps. Um, and, and basically, you can tell from the sound of it that someone on the rooftop is moving around. And what I'm giving you here is that the sniper is repositioning. Directly above us? Uh, I mean, no, at a, at an angle to have a shot. Okay, so it's clear that we probably need to move this guy, too. I mean, right now he's behind a wall. Um, so there isn't a clear shot to him. Um, it could be the case that they're covering the door in case you leave that way, or maybe they're covering the door while their comrades infiltrate the building. You don't know how many of them there are. You don't know exactly what the deal is, right? Okay. For now, I think I'll work with what time I have and, uh, try to stop the bleeding. Like, I imagine okay. ripping part of my sleeve off or something like that, or... Something more significant, anyway, in terms of clothing, and uh, using that to try and create a, ga create a gauze. Okay. Um, 
This is going to be, um, I was going to make this a, a controlled tinker, but given the repositioning of the sniper, this is risky. But again, I don't think the risk is, I mean, unless you do real badly, I don't think the risk is you not stopping the bleeding here. So. Oh, it's a one. So the thing I said was, unless you roll real badly, I don't think you don't stop the bleeding. Um, but this is also one of those instances where, as GM, I have to ask what's interesting, right? Is it interesting to say, nope, you didn't stop the bleeding, try again? That's just a waste of everybody's time. So um, I think you do, like, you, you, you tie it, and you tie it a little, like, you tie it tighter than you want to, because, like, you tie it, like, like a... Um, Again, it's like you, you've you've dealt with like you know some some light injuries at the bar, and you're like, okay, I'll tie it like this, and you take the little knot and you pull it tight, and there you go. That'll stop the bleeding. Um, but you're used to much smaller wounds than this, and this keeps bleeding, and you're like, okay, I guess I need to go tighter. Um, and so you pull it a little tighter, and um, even though he's unconscious, you see him like wince. Um, but it it does stop the bleeding for the moment. Um, and, uh, meanwhile, uh, from the back door, you hear just a little jingle of a, of a bell on a door. Shit. Okay. So they're clearly on their way in. Um, is, is the back door, like, is there a bar between us in the back door or uh i mean like there it is um it is a restaurant so there's like a kitchen area and stuff um you haven't been in this building before so you don't really know what the layout is but i mean there is there is building between you and them you know okay so there's still like a door between wherever they entered and the actual where we are I mean, it's like, it's like, uh, walkways and like saloon doors, basically like doors that are don't like not doors that you turn doors that you just push. Um, and that might make a little less noise if someone was careful. Are they tops and bottoms of this door visible? Um, do they show? I think, um, I think they're not because they have like they have um, like rubber flaps that are meant to sort of block the light that sort of go down to the bottom and up to the top. But there is also a window through it so that you don't like so that a server going through it uh, doesn't like knock into someone on the other side of the door. Drawing a lot on my uh, years of time in food service here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So there's a bit of a path between the door and like a wall that w- it would open into, like right? Like, uh, if I if is there a wall that's like a few feet in front of the door that I could crouch behind and basically wait till they round the corner and do something to them? Um, I think there are a bunch of tables. If you wanted to go off to your right, there would be a um like a bar that you could you could um duck behind you could like duck on the other side of basically duck on the customer side of um let me see is this a situation can i draw 
draw freehand. Okay, can you see me drawing? I can, yes. Okay, so the door is like right here. Here's the door. Table, table, table. Here's the wall. And there's a bar right here. So the door is like right next to the bar. Um, and presumably like someone would come out and like immediately duck behind the bar if they were headed towards the bar. If that was, you know, if they were the bartender. But if you wanted to be on the other side of the bar right over here, that would obscure you from the sight. However, Dietrich would still be right over here. Okay, so as soon as they go through... There, there's a window on that door, so as soon as they step up forward there, they would have a clear line of sight and potentially a clear shot at him. Um, it dip- No, I'm going to say no, because Dietrich is slumped low to the ground. Um, given the height difference, a table would block him. Okay. In that case, I want to position myself, like, right at the edge- so got it okay yeah and i basically have my back to the wall ready for anyone to basically enter my peripheral view so i can take them out okay are you readying any weapons i think you um let's see you did scoop up your sword so you have declared your sword and you have a couple of knives hmm a knife would be best for something this close range, so I'd probably take out one of the knives and uh, have it at the ready. Okay. Um, and are you, are you like are you peeking? Are you waiting for the um? This is the sort of door like um. If you're this close, like it would be easy to miss over over even the distance of like of between the door and where Dietrich is. It would be easy to miss through like the sound of like being blocked by wood and stuff. But this close to harmonics, you would hear the sound of the door swinging. So are you waiting for that, or are you, like, peeking? I think I'm waiting to hear the door swing. Okay. Um, and there's a moment, and then there's the, the door swings, and um, the rubber, as I say, the rubber flap is sort of blocking, like, sound and stuff from the back. And so for the first time, you properly hear a footstep. And it sounds really heavy. Like heavier than a human's? I mean, it could be like a a human in like a full suit of armor, but then you would expect to hear like a rattle of like loose metal or something, and you don't hear that. Okay. I guess I need to continue waiting for them to to approach to get a better look at what I'm dealing with. And also, if necessary, I can immediately strike once they enter my range. Okay. Um, and I think you have a moment of... I mean, I, I guess you'll have to describe Scully's reaction. I can't tell you what, I'm, what Scully feels. That's not, that's not fair. But I do think Scully probably feels something as they see one of the statues stride past the bar with purpose. One of the like it looks like one of the ones you saw below, only this one seems more like they all had like like stone like clothes, and then the ones that were that activated when you got um when you opened the door had like some light stone armor. 
And this looks more purposeful for them that it's supposed to look intimidating. Um, it has like it has like some like sharp edges to the armor. It is carrying a spear. Its eyes are glowing with like a blue light that trails off with a little bit of blue smoke. I think Scully would be terrified just because this is uh, it's sort of nostalgic terror too because it's like, oh, I've dealt with one of these fuckers earlier. Well, a bunch of them earlier. So it's like, oh no, they're up here too. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing my knife will not cut it against that thing. Well, you have a special ability. It's called All right. Ghost Fighter. You may imbue your hands, melee weapons, or tools with spirit energy. You gain potency in combat versus the supernatural. You may grapple with spirits to restrain and capture them. Okay. In that case, is... is Okay, in that case, I think I will... Oh, and also, I mean, if you want to use any other, if you're like, the, I don't think, even then, I don't think this dagger is good enough. You've got three load left if you want to declare something else. Well, in that case, I could likely, I could likely, I could likely switch to my sword, right? And oh, sure, you don't even have to that declare that. That's just, you just have that. You can just draw that. So. Okay, yeah, I'll draw that. Okay. Um... I don't think this thing, like, I think there's, you, you try and draw your sword, like, quietly, but there's still, like, the rasp of, like, you know, like, steel on, like, the brass at the base of the sheath, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And you're, like, and you sort of, like, wince, like, oh, geez, it's going to hear me. It doesn't react in the slightest. It is, it is just sort of very carefully, like, very, very, not even carefully, just, like, very steadily walking forward. Um, it walks up to a table and it stops and it like like puts its hands on it and just very gently, very carefully pushes it aside and then moves to go forward some more. And it seems like they're making a beeline for the person, for right? Yes. Okay. Okay. In that case, I want to come out of hiding and swing the sword directly at this thing's head. Uh, using Ghost Hunter? Yes, using ghost uh, ghost fighter. Yes, that's right. Um, okay, uh, go ahead and roll me a skirmish. Uh, this would be uh, risky limited, but because of ghost fighter, it is risky standard. And after we resolve this, we're going to see what Meyer's up to. Six. All right, that's very good. Um, I think. Um, You've used Ghost Fighter to like to like uh like <laughs> choke slam a ghost before for Meyer, right? <laughs> you've used you've used it to be like like oh, I'm gonna do some wrestling moves on the Spectre. Ooh. Um <laughs> And you know from from like you you learned this from like you buyed, borrowed some books from uh Meyer's uh witch friend, uh Quillen. And that's how you learned this. Um Plus just some natural talent. It wasn't good enough to, you didn't just read a book and you're like, oh, I've got it. I snapped my fingers first. You had natural talent. Um, and you knew from your reading that like, okay, this can work against things other than just straight up ghosts, but I don't really know how it works because you haven't tried it before, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And the way it works 
is that um when you when you stab it's like your sword immediately stops upon hitting the statue right it is like you are stabbing the statue which obviously it's a stone statue that doesn't do very much right yeah but you can see like the momentum and the follow through you had in ghostly form continuing and like pushing like a a ghostly silhouette of this statue backwards and for a moment the lights in this thing dim and then the spirit form snaps back into the statue but the um the lights when it comes back the lights are less bright and it is off putting more of that blue smoke um it is it is fighting to maintain its connection uh liar yes uh there is a uh a sound in your head great it's 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 some barking hey 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 what's your name where are we going hey 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 hold on hey uh all right settle down uh my name's meyer What's your name? Doug. (laughs) Hi, Doug. Hi. How's it going? Could be better. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, First question, are there more of you around here? More your friends? Uh, I have friends everywhere. You're one of my friends. Great. Uh. Oh, I'm sorry. We have to go upstairs and smash the the weird light thing. The owner said so. Is that okay? I'd rather not have that happen. Oh. Okay. Was I not supposed to do that? Well... Let's say for now, no. Okay. It's okay. It's okay though. You're just you're just being a good good Doug. You know, sometimes I feel like like owners change their minds, and that's okay. It's a little confusing. That is true. Okay. Are there more can I sense if there are more statues like this around sure why not uh you'll have to attune for it okay uh do you want to declare any items that would help you with that i can't because i've like oh right you're you're full up do you want to drink a spirit bottle Yes, I'll just imbibe myself with this spirit. I mean, you declared two spirit bottles, and obviously we do, we stated that one of them was used for holding a spirit, but it is two, so maybe one of them's just a bottle of spirits. Maybe one of them's just some whiskey. <laughs> yeah, sure. Listen, I'm a generous GM. <laughs> spirit and spirits. Uh, take a little sippy. And then I'm going to attune myself to um, the area. Unfortunately, since I'm bruised, it's a less effect. 
it is less effect, but it is also controlled right now. So that's good. So it's controlled, uh, controlled limited. <laughs> one and one snake eyes uh, uh well traditionally snake eyes is you lose but i think in this case it's just snake eyes you loser uh, <laughs> um because you kind of close your eyes and you focus um and there's a moment um where like you have a different ways of, of tuning in, um, you know, third eye and stuff, but this is like mm-hmm. sort of sensing on a wider area. And I think the way this works is you sort of like close your eyes and try and like, and then like expand your, your sense of the supernatural outward. Right. Mm-hmm. And you close your eyes and you start to go. And then normally it's like you, you like sort of, you, you feel like the silence and the stillness in the air and then you feel outwards the phenomenon, a various supernatural phenomenon. But this time it's like a spiral. It's like a swirl. Um, and it's dizzying. And you open your eyes and you realize this is because you have fallen to the floor. You just, you, you, um, with your, with like, what whatever it is, like you when you went into that state, sort of like the, the the pain of your bruise sort of got heightened and you lost your sense of balance and just sort of dropped. Okay. Um and I think uh you hear some some noise from nearby which is from the hole that uh Doug created in the floor as a statue. Um, you can hear the sound of footsteps and they're echoing and they sound distant but they're carrying very well down in that hole oh dear um well I get back up on my feet dust myself off okay I can only assume that there are more of these things coming. Um, I need to find the stage manager and try and say we need to cut the show off early. There's a problem. Okay. Um... Mm-mm. That sounds like a hunt, I think. Because you're tracking someone down. Does that seem fair? I guess. I, I don't well, really have anything else I can really use. Yeah. Um, um and you know, like Meyer Meyer knows who it is, but doesn't know the situation that the stage manager is is Dietrich. Right. <laughs> it doesn't know exactly. It doesn't not... know that Dietrich is unavailable. Right, in a bit of a situation. Um so let's just let's just roll that. Let's just roll a a risky standard. Um so the thing about um your less effect, right? 
is it's not a less effect on anything, it's a less effect on when logically that would be relevant. So the fact that you're bruised doesn't stop you from walking around and looking for people in this instance. So you don't need to take less effect on that. Risky standard. I got a four. Okay, that's not too bad. Um... Let's see. Um, I think you, um, you're looking around and you're not finding Dietrich, um, and like the, the people operating the, um, the projectors, like if you try and get close, just immediately like frantically wave you away. Like they have to focus pretty intently to make this thing work. And they're like, no, get the fuck away. Talk to someone else. I don't care. Talk to someone else. Um, and the show is going very well. Um, and you're like, I don't know, maybe he's, maybe he stepped out front and you peek outside and, um, there are three bodies on the ground. There is a pool of blood closer to the door. I guess there are two pools of blood, aren't there? Cause Scully got a little Scully scratched got a little up. A scratched up. up. Yeah. There's a there's yeah. a, there's a pretty small one, and there's a significantly bigger one. Um, and there is still the lingering smell of gunpowder. Um, and probably there's a little bit of a blood trail. Um. Meyer knows something is up. <laughs> Meyer Which steps is... outside, sees three bodies in a pool of blood, and goes, "Gang, I think well, something it. weird's going on." So, <laughs> exactly, something happened here. Something happened here. Uh, no, but um, I do. I know who the second in command would be, like. There's the stage manager, yes, but there's also, like, there's, like, a chain of command. Best of you your know? knowledge? I mean, like, the only... I don't think you know who is... Like, I don't think you know the, the organizational layout. You The best you can guess is that Satara, maybe, is... I mean, I don't... Probably she's not second in command, right? But she's in some sort of position of leadership. Is she actively helping the show go on? She... Hmm... It's, 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 you don't exactly know. I I need someone who is in charge when, um, Diedrich is away. Right. I don't, I don't think, I don't think you know the answer to that. Um, cause Diedrich is the kind of person who is like, like, if there's a show coming up, Diedrich sleeps at the theater. Diedrich is... Dietrich, like Dietrich's like, why would I be away? That wouldn't happen. If I'm sleeping, wake me up. Dietrich is a very obsessive person. Clearly. Because right now, on Meyer's mind is like, okay, there is a... There is not only a threat from below, but clearly a threat from above... And we need to get these people evacuated. Mm. And it's not exactly like it'd be distasteful to shout fire in the theater. Sure. Sure. 
Because um, that would cause... A, well, there's going to be a panic anyway. Surprised there isn't a panic because of the gun gunshot. Yeah. That is weird, isn't it? Uh, let me see. Can I create clocks on here? Can I make a just a general clock on the here? Here's a here's a no. That's turn order. That's no good. Uh, you can put a clock on my on my uh, character sheet. Yeah, I kind of want to make a clock for everyone, but I don't know how to do that. There is a clock, but oh, that's turn order. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did the same thing. <laughs> um, let me move these out of the way, and I'm just gonna. Well, first off, I'm gonna clear the drawings. You know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do this freehand and we're just gonna see how you feel about this. The show progressing is at three out of six. Once it gets hit six out of six, the show has completed and everyone will go home happy. Okay. So if you can keep things together until that clock fills. You may have a mess to clean up, but technically the job is done and it's done successfully. Um, and... Hmm. Meyer, let me see here. How would you feel about giving me just a straight 1d6? Okay, let's see. Your your dice thing always sounds like you're like loading a gun. <laughs> well, I got a three. Okay. Um. Yeah, you can you can tell that the blood trail leads to that cafe, next door. It smells funny out here, says Doug. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the blood and gunpowder, bud. No, I think it's I think it's horse poop. You smell the horse poop? I you get used to it. Hmm. Um I like horses. Good for you, Doug. <laughs> Thank you for your input, Doug. I appreciate it. Wait. Wait, what? I smell another dog. Uh your kind of dog or a dog dog? Not a corgi. I, I don't think, like, it's one of those things where he doesn't say corgi, right? But, like, he has some kind of, of he, yeah, right. He has some kind of, like, it translates in your brain to not another corgi, right? Like, it's a, he's like, oh, you know, like a different species of dog, basically, is, is what he says without saying that because he doesn't know that kind of word. Can I, I know you're trying to get us to reunite. I'm not, not, I mean, you are trying to get you to reunite. You're the one who's like, let me find Dietrich. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> I was just doing what seems logical, which was like, oh, find Dietrich, there's a problem. I am perfectly happy with the party being split. The system makes it very easy for me. If you want to reunite, though, I'm also game for that. You do what you want to do. Because what I want to do is somehow block the oncoming threat 
of more soldiers. Um, okay. Because that is one of the most pressing things right now. Because there has obviously been a skirmish, but the skirmish is like long past and Mm -hmm. not much I can do about that. But I need to do something about the oncoming like forces of marching marching statues. What does that look like to you? Um, I think what that look looks like is I want to maybe set up some kind of ritual to like keep these like 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 some sort of like spirit blocker. Mm. Okay. Like. Uh, so you have you, know. you have access to um, uh, one thing to note. If you look at your your list of items, anything in italics doesn't count as load. Uh huh. So you have have access to a demon bane charm, and if you use that as a base and then do a ritual, you could sort of like like use that energy and redirect it to block something else. Like if you were trying to block demons, you could just sort of like like slap it on the ground like a patch and be like, "There we go, job's done," and it would work or it wouldn't. Um, but since you are trying to block these like spirit golems, you would need a ritual to sort of reattune it. But it is at least the source of power you need. Yeah. Okay. That's what I want to use then. Okay. I rush back to that basement and um, start ha- start setting up the ritual. Where are you putting it? Um, I am putting it on the hole itself. Okay. All right. Uh, go ahead and uh, I think this is another attune. Which is sort of your expertise, isn't it? Well, I got it. Listen, and when everything looks, when everything, when all you have is a hammer. Yep. Um, I don't think your bruised is an issue here because it's not like it's not a thing where you have to do it really fast or it's like physically intensive. It is a methodical process. Um, so go ahead and and just roll normally. Uh, risky standard. Two d six. Yes. Six and a two. Okay. Um, I think you like you set up this like this this little network, and you have um you have um dug there as almost like almost like as like a reference, right? Because mm-hmm. you're starting to set it up, and Dub Doug's like, oh no. If you like, if you did this, my friends wouldn't be able to get through. And you're and you're like, okay, Doug, what should I not do so that I don't stop your friends from getting through? And like, Doug gives <laughs> you like exact directions. <laughs> yeah. no, and and, no, and, whole, be... and the whole way, Doug is like, no, I feel like you're misunderstanding. <laughs> you're doing what I'm no. telling you not to. <laughs> <laughs> and then I throw a ghost ball. And at the end of the process, you've you've built this like this web that is like a, like a web slash wall. And Doug's like, well. I feel like 
you didn't listen very well, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, Scully. Yep. How's it going? Seems to be going pretty well after that last strike. Like, uh, obviously I got that scary golem's attention, but, uh, it seems like I did some damage to it, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is, it is eyeing you, and I think it's hard to read intent from the statue, but it is not looking at Dietrich anymore. It is looking at you. And it does have that spear, doesn't it? It does. What do you want to do? Okay, so... Let's try getting the spear... Let, let's try getting the spear out of this golem's hand. That seems like a productive way of going. Uh, just by, like, pulling it out of its hands? Um... Would it be possible to, like, slice the spear part off of it? Uh, you can try. It's a stone spear. Oh. Hmm. In that case, maybe I should just keep wailing away at the spirit itself since I've seemed to have done some damage. Okay, risky standard. Give me a roll. Skirmish. Another six. Nice. Awesome. Um... I think this time, you, again, you, 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 like, you do a slash, and you push it out, and you knock it back further, and as it detaches, at first it is like the, the silhouette of the ghost, right? And as it gets further away, you can see it starting to change shape. It looks like, looks like, it's hard to say what exactly, but it's like, hmm, it's turning into something smaller. And then it snaps back in. Um, and this time the light is basically just like pinpricks, right? Pinpricks with smoke. Um, we're doing we're doing like Nintendo three strikes for the boss rule. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so you've gotten two in. Um, and I think it like it reels and like tries to gather itself and it thrusts with its spear. Um, this is just color because it's not just going to stand there as you're <laughs> wailing on it, but you have gotten two sixes. So it thrusts with its spear, um, and it's an off balance thrust and you easily sidestep it. It splinters a table, um, and like pivots to face you again. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just, it's staring you down. It's looking for an opening. It is having trouble finding one. All right, third time's the charm, I guess. All Let's right. take one more whack at it. Okay. Oh no. Hmm. Oh no. Wait, the result. That's a pair of ones. Oh. <laughs> for for those at home. Um. Hmm. All right. For, for a second, I forgot this was a podcast, and the, pe <laughs> the people who are paying attention to this can't just see my screen and go, "Oh yeah, she's fucked." I'm trying to think if there's a good devil's bargain I could offer you. 
Um, Take a stab to the gut if you are willing to get in one last strike. I mean, that. well, the thing is, that's not much of a devil's bargain because if that's just like, that's just me giving you success because you're going to get stabbed in the gut. (laughs) 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 Um, That's going to happen here. Um, If you fail this roll. Let me think. Um, sure, all right. Uh, you don't have to accept a devil's bargain, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they stab at you and they miss and they hit Dietrich. Oh, fuck. Is that... Do you want that offer? That would basically kill Dietrich, wouldn't it? <laughs> Probably. And you'd get you'd get to roll one more one d six. Okay, so I don't think that's a good thing to accept. Okay, valid. I wanted to give you options. I didn't say they'd be good options. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well then, um, you uh take a swing, and this time, it takes a hand off its spear, and just catches your sword. And there's a moment of you fighting against it. And then you realize you're not like, it's like a test of strength, right? Mm-hmm. And you realize, wait, this is not a test of strength. It just let its arm turn back into a statue. I'm trying to arm wrestle a statue. And then it puts it, it for a moment, it puts strength back into its arm, pulls the sword out of your hand and throws it behind it. And I think it like slams the wall right next to Dietrich. Dietrich is unconscious and doesn't have the hilarious huh, reaction. But, uh, um, and then, um, how do we feel about the level two harm skewered? As it shoves a spear into your side. Well, I guess I can't really risk any more stress, so. You can always risk more stress. <laughs> You would just get traumatized. Possibly, if you, if you, if you possibly, right? There's a th- with this. There is basically a fifty-fifty chance of you, um, because this is a prowess roll. So you would just be straight up rolling one d six, a one through a three. You would get traumatized. A four, five, or six, you would not. Either way, it would mitigate the harm, but I would get a trauma. Correct. Yes. It would drop the harm down to a level one in this instance. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I'm in a position to risk losing a dice for now. Um, Losing a die for now, Mm -hmm. not dice. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. Might as well. Might as well see what happens if I try and roll. Okay. Click your stress. Hold on. You gotta... Sorry, prowess. Prowess roll. Prowess. My bad. No bonus dice. Oh, six. Six. You take no stress. Uh, Level one harm sliced. Mm, I don't think sliced makes as much sense with given the motion here. Um... I think I think we're just gonna go with like winged, right? Like they just caught you with the the edge of the spear. 
Um, okay. And it gave you a good gash on the side. Um, how do you keep this from being straight through your gut? Hmm. I think that I managed to... I, I At some point, I wisen up and let go of the... Well, the sword was thrown away, so I guess I just push myself away. Like, maybe I dive to the side. Okay. All right, that sounds valid to me. Um, and I think the, uh, the spear, like, like, slashes your side and then, like, hits the wall and goes through the wall. And you can see that this statue was really going for it because with its follow-through, with its momentum, it just, like, shoulder checks and smashes through the wall. And there's, like, a statue, like, bigger than a statue, but about a statue-sized hole in the wall. And it stands in that hole and spins around and readies to strike again. Um, and I think down the street, at long last, you can hear the whistles of the of the of the town guard of the blue coats. Reminder that the blue That's coats good... fucking suck. Oh, and not not just not in the usual like fuck twelve way, right? Like they are practically a gang in themselves. If they decide you're on the interests of the rich people. It'll go okay for you, but it also might not. Okay. I think the best course of action is to scoop up Dietrich and get the hell out of there. Okay. Um, Maybe taking my sword if I have time, but if not... I would not recommend... I mean, like, I, I think it's a finesse roll either way. Uh... With a with a fin, with um, it's going to be risky if you're just scooping Dietrich and running. If you're also trying to get your sword, it's desperate. Okay, I'll just I'll just abandon the sword and see if I can scoop up Dietrich and get the hell out. Then okay. Um, I do think your winged is going to give you less effect here, so it is going to be risky limited. So it will probably take more than one roll to get out of this situation. But let's start off with what we got. All right. Two. Okay. Um, I mean, you're you've got pretty good luck with resistance rolls, don't you? You might need it. Um, okay. I think you grab Dietrich, and um, the the statue like swings this time with a spear kind of sl- actually like slashing with it which is not the most effective way to attack with a spear but it can be all right um and you sidestep it and slip out and um but like you're you're you bump against the um the hole because the hole is not very big and you are actually you're a big lady you are bigger than the statue and so you do fit through but it's a tighter fit and you sort of bump your side your injured side against the um the hole in the wall as you go through and it makes you pause Ooh. for a beat uh, just long enough for you to hear the crack of a gunshot from up above. Shit. Um, and listen, so I like I like having various fun names for the injuries. This is just a level two shot. Oh. Uh. 
roll finesse, I guess. Uh, this is um, Prow- yeah, this is a this is a prowess resolve. It could be, or a prowess resist. Um, if you want to just take the hit and keep running and have it be a situation where like you don't realize how bad it is until later, like sort of like like adrenaline pumping, I'll let you do resolve. Resolve would give you more dice. Okay, that yeah, I'm done for that. Okay. So it's a situation where it's basically what we're doing is I'm going to give you a level one harm that after the job becomes a level two. So it'll be harder to okay. heal. A five. Okay. So you take one stress. Um, okay. So now you have two level one harms. So there are even more actions that it will apply to. Um, and you stumble, and this time I think, uh, Meyer. Yes. You have you have set up your your net right, mm-hmm. and I think logically speaking, like, tell me if this is wrong. You probably were like, okay, now that that's done, I should again try and find see if Dietrich's back, right? Yes, I think that I have confidence in my abilities, and it seems like uh, I have successfully dealt with one problem and now i'm gonna go look for dietrich and so you are close to the doors you're still inside the theater but you are close to the doors when you hear another gunshot well this is the first one you've heard you just were able to smell that one had happened previously do i see scully running down the street uh you're still inside you're just close to the doors okay so you could i mean you can open the door and check if you want Open the door and get shot. No. <laughs> um. Hmm. Out of curiosity, how's the show going? Um, that's that's fair. I think we're up to four out of six. It's going it's going well. I think um like you are you're getting to see that now we're at a point where um there's no great tool for this. I'm just going to for this is terrible looking. Um, it's it's like um, you saw a performance at first, but you can see that this performance is sort of like going through like now they're 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 starting to add like more. It's not special effects, but it's like they're showing you a play that has been performed multiple times at this at in this at this theater in the past. Right. And they are at like specific key moments, like switching the timeline. So the person uh, playing, you know, like Hamlet becomes a different person who played Hamlet for part of the scene. Uh huh. Um, and so it's sort of like like expanding your like as you, you get some, you know, you're not paying as much attention because you have stuff going on. But it's like they're trying to sort of like flesh out the character by showing like their their multidimensionality and being like oh for when they're when they're angry we use this actor who plays that the, who plays the anger of hamlet really well or whatever it is not hamlet i d- didn't on the mo- i didn't on the spot think of you know fucking fantasy shakespeare all right <laughs> yeah we're just using it as short right right it's macbeth obviously clearly uh <laughs> Um, 
I'm going to open the door and look out and see like, oh, right, there's that other situation. And that's, un- I, can I put two and two together and say that there's been two gunshots? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I think this is not like a roll here. You know, you're pushing open a door and you push open the door and uh, there is, you know, there is. Uh, you can't see very well because uh, black powder weapons create a lot of smoke. But there is smoke from a gunshot from a nearby rooftop. There, The cafe next door has a hole in it. Coming out of that hole, staggering, is a uh, bleeding uh, Scully and a also a bleeding Dietrich slung over her shoulder. Uh, I think the statue you can't see from here. Right. Um... I rush over to Scully. I'm like, Scully, what the hell is going on? Shit got bad. Real bad. Um, there's going to be a statue that's following me right behind. And I'm pretty sure there's there's someone, there's a sniper on the rooftop somewhere. And uh, yeah, we need to get Dietrich somewhere safe because he basically, we basically got ambushed by... By a gang, and then also by someone who shot him on the rooftops. Uh, and the, a statue steps through, its eyes glowing with, with malice, and Doug says, It's Keros! Keros is a good boy. He's not very good with people. He gets kind of grumpy, but he's a good boy. Um... You, you get the feeling in this moment that if Caro said someone was a bad boy, they basically would have to be the Antichrist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Doug. Or, yes, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, mm. I have an... Okay, another part of my inventory that is italicized... Mm-hmm. Is electroplasm files? Sure. What the fuck is that? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a type of, like, electricity grenade. Okay. Like ghost electricity? All right. Yeah. um, I'm wondering if I can use something like that or... Well, I do have my fine lightning hook. Still, um, and I want to take care of the statue. Just yeah, to you know, p- poet poet it's... curie, paint me a picture. How do you do this? <laughs> um, I gosh, how do I do this? trying to think uh, like i know how to i know how to compel ghosts i know how to like bring them out i don't trying to think exactly how i fight them directly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i i am having trouble imagining a scenario where you're not rolling skirmish i will say right um I could take the risk and roll skirmish. 
I, or, um, oh, okay. Um, I guess this would be skirmish with the electroplasm vial to, like, try and shock the ghost out of the statue. Okay. Um, it is going to be risky limited because of your bruised. Um, I am moving your clock up to, um, five out of six. That's just how it's happening in the background. Uh, I got a one. Okay. Um, you toss the vial and it smashes Uh on the statue and I'm sorry, this is mean, but I have to, you know, listen. It's a one. It's a one. Um, and it, you know what? I could be more mean. There are so. There are. Okay. The statue. I mean, you 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 know how this works against a spirit. You know how this works against a person, right? Right. Against a statue that has been built to harness spiritual energy it kind of charges it up ah oh, damn it. it you have healed it one tick it will take two it, it was at one hit to finish it off it, it's got it's back up to two hits to finish it off there is no other consequence okay Meyer, why is it why is its eyes glowing a little bit brighter than before i didn't think this one through I think, listen, I think we both made some mistakes tonight. (laughs) But for now, you got to get out of here and run. I'm going to try and wrangle this ghost. Run where? where? Where am I taking this person? Take back to the hideout. Okay, yeah, I I guess we could do that. (laughs) And if I end up getting another ghost dog in my head, then so be it. Wait. I'll explain later. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll I'll look forward to that explanation, but yeah, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Okay, uh... And also watch out for the sniper! Uh, Scully, as established, you're gonna need another, um, another role to escape. Um, I think there are, are... Are you just trying to outrun here, or are you trying to, like, like... It doesn't matter. Either way, this is either finesse or prowl. Um, I can't think of a way yeah. that this is one of the moves you have. Uh, pushing the statue over and then running. Well, the sniper is her problem at this point. Oh, okay. I guess I'll do what I can to try and make my way through areas with less visibility from the rooftops. But uh... So, Jen... This is an option you have not availed yourself of. You can push yourself. You can take two stress and gain a die. That will put you at right at the very edge of trauma. Fuck it. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, All right. Then you can roll finesse or prowl. Doesn't matter. Just click whichever one you you think makes more sense for how you want to do this. And then give yourself one bonus die. And this is uh, risky limited, but, you know. The, that part doesn't really make matter because if you get get this here, you're out. 
you're gone. Six. Okay. Um, you are, you start like, you start running with Dietrich. Um, I see it's finesse. So you're just, you're just going for, going for distance. You're going for speed. You're all alone in time of need. Um, <laughs> and you start, uh, you start running and you, um, have this like just this twinge right it's like this sixth sense where sometimes you just do you ever play this this for for you and i who don't find ourselves in life and death situations very often do you ever play a fighting game and you just have a moment where you're like this is not like strategically the best idea but i just have a feeling this will work totally yeah uh you have a moment like that where you're like I just have an idea and you stagger step just randomly. And as you do that, a bullet cracks the ground in front of you. And then you break back into a full run and you're gone. Probably swearing under my breath. <laughs> I think as you're running, uh, you feel like a little bit of movement on your shoulder, just very gentle. And then you hear the dull voice of Dietrich going, this is going to be expensive, isn't it? <laughs> very let's go all right and scully you are you are you are home free meyer if you can resolve the situation you're currently in the job is done okay um time to go for another root and toot tootin <laughs> Goes to lassoin. All right, that's a skirmish. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna push yourself? Do you want me to try and offer you a devil's bargain? <sighs> I have ideas for both. I mean, well, push yourself is pretty easy. You take stress. That's my idea. <laughs> yeah, I'll take stress. Okay, we'll give you two stress. You are up to. One uh, d six on your skirmish. Uh, do you want? Do you want that bargain? What's the bargain? Uh, the bargain is, Doug, is like, hey, 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 hey. You don't need to be mean to Karos. Karos is Karos is a good dude. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. I could talk to him. And uh, Karos is offering to leave your head and jump into that statue. Um, and if you get a success, you know, it's a bonus die helps with the effort, but if you get a failure, um, if it's, if it's like a partial success, then it's just like, oh, darn, Karos is gone. Or sorry, excuse me. I keep mixing them up. Doug, Doug is, is gone. Doug is gone. Um, and if it's a full failure, then, uh, Doug ever enthusiastic to help whoever they're with decides they now need to help Karos. All right, let's go for it. Okay. You're rolling... Risky. Risky. Sta uh, I'm going to say, yeah, risky standard. Roll me 2d6. Um, risky great. Risky great. And this is a skirmish? skirmish. Yes, but you're getting two bonus die. Three and three. God damn it, I should have rolled actual dice. All right, so uh, 
Doug jumps in there. Um, and <laughs> I think as like, I don't, I, mm, I'll let Meyer have this. It doesn't matter. So I'll let Meyer have this. Um, I think you have, we have the show, we have like, um, you swing the, you swing the lasso, the, the, the fine lightning hook around this and it starts to pull and, uh, Karos pulls back the spear and you're like, mm, I'm not going to be able to dodge this. Um, and then you hear in Karos's head, hey, 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 what you doing? Hey. And Karos is like, I swear to God, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, and because of the distraction, somewhat misses the stab. Um, I think you are going to, you, you pull Karos out and Doug. And they just sort of fly into the air. Um, and you are going to take level two harm. Speared. Okay. Unless you resist. Because the, the statue, the statue, like the statue is going to get you before they are kicked out, basically. Okay. I'll resist. Okay. Um, how are you resisting? I could I could see an argument for different roles here based on what you say. If you can think of a logical argument for you to be able to use one of the abilities that is a little better for you. I don't see insight. I don't see insight either. I feel like I want to say resolve because it's better for me. And I think what it is is that I was so determined to like get these spirits out that like the harm to my body, I'm like, whatever. It's harm to my body. Har- body that can heal. Okay, so it's it's a situation where it's like you um, you don't try and dodge. You dedicate yourself to pulling them out. And because of that, you actually pull them out before the, 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 the blow hits and it actually makes it better for you. Yeah. Um, all right, go ahead and roll your resolve then. Okay. So that drops me into a trauma. Yes, it does. Oof. So your stress is going to clear. That's the good news. Um, and also, it does resolve our clock because the job is now over. Because when you get trauma, you take trauma and you disappear from the job. Now, your options for trauma. Cold, haunted, obsessed paranoid reckless soft unstable or vicious i think reckless fits because i clearly didn't care what happened to my body Mm -hmm. in this particular instance and it's like it's this dark side of mire of just like well my spirit will be fine the other possibility i can see easily is haunted because you could literally be haunted <laughs> haunted by two ghost dogs or just or just one you could just get Karos that would suck I think I feel like reckless fits okay. like okay. the best here alright uh, Meyer Scora is now reckless um, I think how this goes down is we get the you know we get the spear 
uh, like, <clears throat> this, this this is like a very unmire like sequence, right? Where you right. um you tug the ghost out, and the spear is is going home, and you don't even flinch, and it just like it misses you, but you didn't know it would miss you. You assumed it would hit you, and you just tried not to care. You were already turning your gaze to the sniper, and I think you um like cradle the statue and like like that has has now stopped moving and like spin around it and the Uh shot hits the statue instead of hitting you from the sniper the next shot right um and just like again like reckless like you still have another electroplasm vial and like just with almost like a casual flick of the wrist you toss a vial up there and it splashes and you hear like a you hear a sound of of unhappiness i don't want to have to, you know i don't want to go into graphic detail here but person up there sure. did not enjoy that um <laughs> and then you just like again reckless like you you don't leave the scene you duck back inside You're like okay how are things in here and um you, i think you go back inside like ready for another fight and as you open the door people start to file out the show is over Okay. So, um, we'll do like downtime and all all that all that fun jazz. But I think we probably should do the mechanical part of it next time. I'm interested in like you you meet back up. What's up? What's going on? Also, do you scoop up your ghost dogs or like? And this is not like I I don't think I'm asking Meyer because I think Meyer's instinct would of course be to scoop them up, right? Right. I'm asking Kyrie, do you think that happens? Um I think Hmm. That's a good question. Because it is kind of fun to have ghost dogs. It is. Um but also, I mean, you know, you, you know, I, I'll make use of those characters, right? I think I think I do scoop up those ghost dogs. Okay, and just put them in in the two spirit bottles. Yeah. Okay. You can you can feel and it like it doesn't feel as unpleasant at this, as as this sounds to you and I. It actually feels kind of like like almost cute and just sort of like the like cute in the way of like when someone's being very ineffectual. You can feel the vibes of Keros from his little little bottle trying to bite you. <laughs> Whereas Doug is just like going around in circles and is just causing the like bottle to like swing around a little. Yes, yes. He's like, hey, 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 are you glass? <laughs> <laughs> um uh, where do you meet back at you meet back up at your abandoned your abandoned church? Yep, at the hideout. Okay. Is there anyone else you want at this scene? You could, like, if there's a character you think could logically be here, I'll let you have them here. I just I want I, I want to have the scene that y'all want to have. Hmm. Uh. 
Do you think the our demon friend should rejoin us for this, or? I think she might want to know how the job went. Okay, I can have I can have her there. Anyone else you want? Should Dietrich be there? Since we, I mean, so brought- this like this is just like this is like a scene. Like we can understand in the fi- fiction that Dietrich is here, but if you don't want him in the scene, he doesn't have to be. Okay, he could be he maybe could be just the or whatever you know. Okay, maybe just the demon lady then. Okay. So I think, uh, Meyer, you walk back in, and uh, Scully, what are you like? I think Satara got here a little bit ago. What have you been doing while waiting for Meyer? Um. Hmm. I think I've been trying to find out how much Satara knew beforehand about uh, our visitors. Um, hmm. Like the people that sure. the party crashers, basically. Yeah, let me let me see. Okay, um, I think uh, Satara says, well, I mean, you could have guessed that any ghost activity would draw the attention of somebody, but hmm, no. Wasn't my job, darling. I didn't really keep tabs on it. You did a great job, though. Yeah. It's gonna have to deal with this bullet wound, though. It's... (laughs) It's a lot more than I thought it did when I was over there. Ah, yes, adrenaline will do that to you. Uh, and then, um... Meyer busts in. Right. With, like, the... Like, I feel like there's, like, a massive, like, like, gaping hole in, uh, like, her clothing. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, clearly been in the middle of, like, some combat. Mm Mm-hmm. But I just go, look, ghost dogs. <laughs> Hello to you too, Meyer. Um, and you said, I think you set down the bottles and one of them is just sitting there. Like it has a little, a little like sharp blue light in it, emitting, emitting a bunch of uh, blue fog. Um, it has, you know, emanates the, the energy of like, it's sitting there seething, right? And the other one, you set down, and it starts to, like, the bottle starts to very gently, like, dance in place as this little yellow light bounces off the edges. Is it going to be okay to just put these down here? No, oh, it'll be fine as long as you don't put them near the edge. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the, bo- the bottle with the yellow light is slowly wobbling towards the edge. I scoot it back towards the middle of the table. Just throughout this conversation, like, you just see Meyer comically, like, scooting the, like, little bottle back towards the middle of the table. Welcome back, Meyer. Hey. How was White Crown? Well, full of ghost soldiers and snipers, but... The show went on. The show must go on, right? Yeah, I never did like those upper-class districts. They have such weird taste. I would just settle for some thugs with knives or something, but mm, ghost dogs, sure. 
she like puts a finger down and like the bottle with the blue light like you can see the light like shrink away as the like the dog like backing up and growling at her finger you've got some good friends here I see yep and nothing else of consequence happened <laughs> oh I say this as Meyer as Meyer's physically like worse for wear. Mm. Like there's clearly like this is something that like she has clearly like been through something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you need a nap or something, Meyer? You kinda look a little bit haggard. Oh, right now. I've never been better. I'm not sure if I'll believe if I believe that, but I'll give you that distance for now. <laughs> I think uh, Satara leans close, and she puts the two. She picks up the two bottles and sets them like touching each other, and the two lights zip up to the glass next to each other. So there, they're happy now. Well, they're preoccupied, I suppose. <laughs> All right, well, if you don't need anything from me, I mean, you know, you did your job. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, Dietrich seems like he'll probably not die. That's good. Yeah, we did our best to keep the to keep the dude alive, and uh, hopefully his shows will be less eventful. Like, it'd be nice if he could... It'd be nice if he could continue to put on even greater shows without the whole assassination thing. Oh, you know how it is with these theater people, right? Drama in the on the stage isn't good enough. Any drama out of it too. She's got a she's got a gentle smile. <laughs> but I'm sure you have things well in hand. Oh, uh, Meyer, dear. Yeah. Did you... We'll talk about it later. Don't worry about it. Okay. All right. And she turns to leave. And now it's just Um, uh, the two uh, bottles on the table. And Myron's going. Clinking. Yep. You gonna explain those two bottles at all? Dogs. I said they are ghost dogs. The statues have dogs in them. Huh. This one's Doug. And I forget the name. And it like the light bounces up and down excitedly. And this one is uh, out of character. What was Uh, the other name? Karos. And Maya's like, right, Karos. Karos is the angry one. (laughs) Well, I can't exactly hear what they're saying, but it's nice to meet both of you. I think if you wanted to, Maya, it would be a pretty simple thing to draw a little little thing that lets them, like, right on the table. A little goat with a little ghost leash. Yeah, I mean, well, it's like you draw like a little magic circle and then there's like a little text box and just text appears. There's like moving chalk dust around. If you want. If you don't want that, that's fine. Yeah, no, that's great. That's actually great. 
uh and as soon as you as soon as you write it there's like there's like um you have to make a modification to the circle because immediately two different like voices start like writing on letters on top of each other right and you're like oh right of course they both (laughs) want to talk at the same time so you give them two different text boxes and and uh naturally doug is like hey hey who's that hey hey i like your hair hey 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 um (laughs) and then uh Karos is just like, mm, I'll bite you, I'll bite you, I'll bite you, I'll bite you, I'll bite you. <laughs> See, they're nice. <laughs> One of them, to be sure. <laughs> anyway, I'm uh, Scully Booker. Nice to meet the both of you. Uh, and <laughs> uh, the only change with uh, Karos is that it's, I'll bite Scully, I'll bite Scully, I'll bite Scully. <laughs> um <laughs> And then with uh, with Doug, it's like, hi, Scully. Nice to meet you. What's a book? You a book? Booker? 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 Hi, Scully. <laughs> <laughs> well, they seem like a real pair of characters, those two. Maya just scoots the, like, like bottle, like, back towards the center of the table again. <laughs> Uh, and I think uh, immediately, like like um, they both have the realization. Well, I think I think Doug has it first because Doug is the more curious minded. Realizes that they can use the chalk to doodle, um, and starts just drawing a like a really bad art like park with like a dog like playing fetch and like stick figures. Um. And and then uh, Karos uh, like sees this and is like, "Oh, great! I can do this too!" And draws like at first it's like, "Oh, they're drawing a face." What hmm, is this? Is that a cop? Is that the Pope? Oh, there's an arrow and it says "you." Okay, okay. And then he's drawing a crocodile. Oh no, there's an arrow and it says "me." And the crocodile, excuse me, Karos is trying to bite me. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> great uh they're both terrible terrible artists well they're dogs what do you expect <laughs> sure sure <laughs> okay all right um what are we what are you gonna do with these dogs i'm going to look after them and make sure I feed them ghost treats. And totally not using this as a cover for my own trauma that I'm not dealing with right now. So I think just, just being both a good GM and I think a good person, I feel like I don't want to leave this session without there being something you're doing with those dogs because just leaving them in bottles forever seems a little messed up. Mm-hmm. Obviously in the short term I get it, but like, you know, Imagine being an immortal being trapped in a like a, a three ounce jar for the rest of existence. That doesn't seem right, you know. Right. So, is there some idea as to what you want to do with them? I mean, you're the researcher. You could always do something like uh, run some tests with the idea that you might make some dog bodies for them or something like that. Or maybe just give them a human form. Maybe they maybe they want to be human so they can draw more and stuff. Yeah, I'll get right on that, giving Karos, like, a mouth. 
Um, hmm. I was more thinking like uh, Karos is drawing is, is has erased it is redrawing and back is that alligator that apparently represents them and uh, this time <laughs> it looks like they're trying to bite the sun <laughs> <laughs> Um, I kind of want to keep them around, but, like, is there a way to, like, like, keep them on a ghost leash? Um. Or do I just, or, because the only other, like, solution is, like, letting them both go. I mean, they were, they were trapped in a statue once before. I mean, you could, you could put them in something, um... Maybe like two little, like, wooden carvings of like dogs, and let them inhabit that. Uh you know, you know, mm, mm. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Jen, <laughs> a Jen might know what I'm doing. Kyrie will immediately know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. So down by the docks, right? You're uh-huh. you're in that district. You're close to there. There is um, there is a monument. It's a statue of a pair of faithful dogs, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and these are these are two dogs that just they they waited for their owner. Their owner went off to a war. And never came back. And the dogs just every day they sat there on the dock waiting for the ship that would bring their owner back home. And they sat there and uh, they were, you know, like passersby fed them because they were such loyal, good dogs. And when they finally passed away, people built a pair of statues. Well, it's one statue with, with but it's, you know, like it's, it's two dogs, two dog statues connected, um, eternally gazing Is out for a- their masters. Is this a Futurama reference? Or- God Damn it, Jen! Damn it, Jennifer! <laughs> Hachiko! Oh, Hachiko! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like from Shibuya Scramble, yeah. yeah. God! Yeah, like the real... <laughs> Jennifer! There's a... This is a real thing that, like, happened in the world. I know, it's real. <laughs> I, yeah, Jen knows Shibuya Scramble was a real game they made. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. No, it has, like, facts about Japan, and it has a little glossary with that stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you saying I should start a ghost dog park? I'm saying these statues already exist, and you could just put some dogs in them. I think that would be great. I think, and I think what's perfect is so you go there and you put the you put the um the spirits in them, and the statues like break off and jump down, um, and they're they're both. I think they're a pair of um, you know, I want them to be different materials. Um, I think that's more interesting. I think one of them is like like cast iron. And that's uh, obviously, obviously that's Karos. Mm-hmm. Obviously. And one of them is bronze, and that is Doug. 
and uh Doug is running around and like like uh like mouth open really excitedly and then uh you tuned into the ghost realm have the moment of Keros like being like perfect finally I can... this mouth doesn't move this mouth doesn't move this mouth doesn't move and you've noticed that this statue was built with a closed mouth and Keros seems unable to move it <laughs> And Carlos is just like, no, my Sisyphean torment. (laughs) (laughs) It just like starts like, like really gently like headbutting you in the shin. And it's actually kind of pleasant. (laughs) (laughs) You just hear, I'm a bite you, I'm a bite you, I'm a bite you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's a good that's a good place to yeah i think so i think so uh you now have two dog statues that live with you yeah considering how south the job went this is a surprisingly kind of cute ending well you know meyer is scarred now has some trauma yeah yeah uh and scully uh I hope you roll well on indulge vice because otherwise if you do anything you will immediately get trauma. <laughs> but also you have some injuries to heal. It's gonna downtime's gonna be uh very full, I think, for y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe not so full for uh Meyer, because only one injury, but yeah. Yeah, well there's other stuff to do. N- not just okay. not just healing. Yeah. In fact, ideally you would only need you wouldn't need to do as much healing and you'd have other things you could achieve it's you know it's kind of like what if uh you had a fixer upper car but you ended up spending all your time fixing the damage that you'd done to it <laughs> instead of making it better yeah <laughs> um so let's uh i guess i guess we're taking it to the close here um this is a patron show so thank you so much, everyone, for 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 supporting us. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, mm-hmm. until next time with spooky, scary skeletons. Yep. See ya. Later. <laughs> <laughs>